This is Scientific American's 60-Second Science. I'm Emily Schwang. When you look at satellite images, it's easy to pick out hurricanes, deserts, and the work of a certain semi-aquatic rodent. And the reason you can see beaver activity from space is because they leave a mark on the landscape. Ken Tape is an Arctic ecologist at the University of Alaska Fairbanks. So they make these ponds, and when a pond forms, my idea was that you know, we could we could infer if it was a certain kind of pond and we could see a beaver dam, then we could infer that, you know, beavers had moved into that area or moved out of that area if it's a, if it's a beaver pond that's drained. Tape and a team of other scientists used Landsat satellite images that cover more than 19,000 square kilometers of Arctic tundra in Alaska. We saw lots of new beaver ponds. Uh, I think we saw 56 new beaver ponds formed between 1999 and 2014. Beavers are considered keystone species, which have an outsized effect on their ecosystem. And I think it's particularly true in the Arctic because it's underlain by all this frozen ground. He's talking about permafrost. And what happens is when you start flooding permafrost areas, uh, permafrost starts to deteriorate. And, you know, really the glue that's, that's binding the soil together, that's holding the landscape together, starts to thaw. Tape and colleagues presented their findings December 11th at the annual conference of the American Geophysical Union. He says the implications of beavers' northward expansion are big. Imagine that you just dropped 56 groundwater springs into Arctic stream environments, right? A groundwater spring in the Arctic is a rare thing, and it's an oasis of biologic activity uh, for fish spawning and things like that. Beavers may be following the northward expansion of vegetation onto the tundra. But the other possible driver is rebound from heavy trapping a century ago. If they contribute to the deterioration of the permafrost, you could call it coming back with a vengeance. Thanks for listening. For Scientific American's 60 Second Science, I'm Emily Schwing.